So the blithering fool, namely the FTX CEO, is now thankfully bankrupt. Here are the best moments that you need to see, the dumbest moments, the stupidest moments in the world from this bloody silly man. Enjoy. If that did mean that, like, essentially assumed front hands by American, targeting American retail had to be licensed, um, I think that could be reasonable. Which Sam, is if, we, um, if the question was, let's, let's acknowledge that the email protocol will be permissionless as a protocol. Yep. But it was the law of the land in America that every email front-end provider required KYC from its users. Yeah. Because under the justification that we do not want people sending information back and forth with terrorists, yep. where would you so, stand on that position? Oh, I'd be strongly against that position. I think why? Be, I think be, why? Why would I be against it? Because I think that it, I think it'd be like against freedom of speech. I think it'd be disenfranchising a lot of people. I think I would not trust in practice that it would do a good job. So I agree with you on all of that. Okay. Um, I'm making a distinction here between, for instance, payments versus like derivatives contracts. Why, why is Aave somehow different than email? So, um, why is it different than email? Um, you, you argued so well and so passionately yeah. to not block email with yes. licensing and KYC. I loved hearing that. Yep. That filled my soul with joy. Such yeah. good arguments. Why yeah. does that not apply to financial transactions? So... Um, why does it not apply to financial transactions? Um, yeah, absolutely could pull it off without my math degree. <laughs> use very little math. Um, use a lot of like, uh, elementary school math. Being comfortable with risk is very important. Um, <laughs> we tend not to have things like stop losses. I think those aren't necessarily a great risk management tool. I'm trying to think of a good example of a trade where I've lost a ton of money um well i don't know i probably don't want to go into specifics too much yeah, with that <laughs> last thing that i'll say is if you look at what precipitated some of the 2008 financial crisis you saw a number of bilateral bespoke non-reported uh, transactions happening between financial counterparties, which then got repackaged and re-leveraged again and again and again, such that no one knew how much risk was in that system until it all fell apart. If you compare that to what happens on FTX or other major cryptocurrency venues today, there's complete transparency about the full open interest. There's complete transparency about the positions that are held. There's a robust, robust, consistent risk framework applied. And we're excited to work with the CFTC on our uh, U.S licensed and regulated venue um, to bring a lot of this. Uh... I think that people who are skeptical of digital assets, you know, look at, at this as evidence that there is nothing there. And I think that it was sort of presupposing a case where there is nothing there, right? It was eliminating the cases that, that did have real content. But I think that that has been part of the reaction. Um, and I think the other reaction has just been that I, I think very rarely are, do you see people really giving much of a description of what mechanically is going on um, in, in finance in general. And, and I think it's really valuable to do so because you can use whatever high level words you want to describe a system. It's really hard to have a real, to, to really grok what it means unless you understand at a low level what happens step by step so that you can recreate the process and really see where things are coming from. So is crypto down for the count or is it coming back? I think it's coming back. And obviously a lot of this is just going to have to do with the macro environment. You know, if we see markets crash again, 
we're going to see crypto crash along with it. If we see a market recovery, we're going to see a crypto recovery along with it. But I think this is, you know, it's flushed out a lot of the things that needed to be flushed out from the crypto space anyway. Right. When, the, when May of, this, of 2022 yep. uh, began, I think, a meltdown in uh, yep. tech values and also crypto, yep. did, did you get nervous that all of a sudden the world was going to fall apart? Not super nervous. It's like it was definitely going to be a rocky road for the industry. And, you know, you saw some businesses blow up when Bitcoin hit 20K. Um, I think... You know, if we saw things melt down much further than they did, right? If we saw, you know, NASDAQ drop 30, 40% from here and Bitcoin go down to 10K per token, I think you would see another round of pain for the industry that would potentially be more uh, of a medium to long term problem. So it didn't give you any gray hair, I can see. So, oh, well, a little bit, but, you know, I, I plucked those out to keep up appearances. Um, what happened at FTX is not possible to happen at Coinbase. And um, we are a regulated institution in the United States. Um, we actually have a broker-dealer license um, that is not, it's dormant. We haven't, uh, the SEC, we've tried to work with them to sort of make it more active. Uh, we haven't seen a lot of willingness there. We do have a, a license with the CFTC um, in, our, in our derivatives business. So that's, that's what I'll say about that. I say this with the utmost respect, but I, I actually found something a little bit offensive that was said. I'm going to be pretty blunt. The tr most of the traders on our platform know a lot more about these contracts than many of the people in this room, including many of the people in this room who are condescendingly talking to them about what they do and don't know and should and shouldn't be offered. Anyway, I just had to get off that off my chest a, a little bit. And I think it's to some points about consumer choice here. I'm not saying that should be a sort of like, be all and end all, but I think there is something to be said for it, and I, I, I think that that there is some irony um, in, in 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 you know some of of the statements made by people attempting to protect those who know massively more than they do um, about the topic and who understand these products extremely well. Um, most of our users do. We have a lot of suitability tests um, for that. Um, that we've been developing, and um, you know I interact with a lot of them to get a sense of how they're viewing these markets and thinking about them. Um, uh, and, and then this protocol issues a token. We'll call it whatever, X token. And X token promises that anything cool that happens because of this box is gonna ultimately be usable by, you know, governance vote of holders of the X tokens. They can vote on what to do with any proceeds or other cool things that happen from this box. And of course, so far, we haven't exactly given a, a compelling reason for why there ever would be any proceeds from this box. But I don't know, you know, maybe, maybe there will be. So that's sort of where you start. And now what happens? Well, X token has some market cap, right? It's, it's probably not zero. Well, let's say it's, you know, $20 million market cap. From like first principles, it should be zero, but okay. <laughs> uh, sure. Okay. I, I, Completely reasonable comment. <laughs> like, I mean, I like that's not quite true, but it, like when you describe it in this totally cynical way, it sounds like it should be zero. But go on. Describe it this way: you <laughs> might think, for instance, that in like five minutes with an internet connection, you could create such a box and such a token, and that it should reflect, like, you know, it should be worth like one hundred eighty dollars or something market cap for like that, you know, that effort that you put into it. In the world that we're in, if you do this, everyone's going to be like, "Ooh, box token." Maybe it's cool if you buy a box token, you know, that's going to appear on Twitter and I'll have a $20 million market. You know, X tokens being given out each day. 
all these like sophisticated firms are like, huh, that's interesting. Like if the total amount of money in the box is a hundred million dollars, then it's going to yield $16 million this year in X tokens being given out for it. That's a 16% return. That's pretty good. We'll put a little bit more in, right? And, and, and maybe that, that happens until there are $200 million in the box. So, you know, sophisticated traders and or people on crypto Twitter or, or other sort of similar parties go and, and put $200 million in the box collectively, and they start getting these X tokens for it, right? And now all of a sudden, everyone's like, wow, people just decide to put $200 million in the box. This is a pretty cool box, right? Like, <laughs> this, this is a valuable box, as demonstrated by all the money that people have apparently decided should be in the box. And who are we to say that they're wrong about that? Like, you know, this is, I, I mean, boxes can be great. Look, I love boxes as much as the next guy, right? And, and so, so what happens now, all of a sudden people are kind of recalibrating. It's like, well, $20 million, that's it. Like that market cap for this box. And it's been like 48 hours and it already has $200 million, including from like sophisticated players. I, I think of myself as like a fairly cynical person. And yep. that was so much more cynical <laughs> yeah, than I, I would have described farming. Like, you're just like, well, I'm in the Ponzi business, and it's pretty yeah, good. No point have, and did any of this require any sort of, like, economic case? It's just like, other people right. put money in the box, and so I'm going to, too. And then it's more valuable, so I'm going to put more money in. And at no point in the cycle did it seem to, like, describe any sort of, like, economic purpose. And it is sort of, like, real monetizable stuff in some senses. And, you know, at some point, like, if the world never decides that we were wrong about this in like a coordinated way, right? Like you're kind of the guy calling bullshit saying, no, this thing's actually worthless. But in what sense are you right? You could see something get market cap in the way that, I don't know, Dogecoin or, or Shibcoin have, right? Where people are just kind of like, haha, and then they buy it. And if you're like, that's dumb, it has no cash flow, I'm gonna short sell it, you lose all your money.